Hey, welcome to the Bible Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Lucas, and this is a special mini episode. I'm here with teaching pastor Clayton Keenan. Eric is still gone. I don't know where Eric is. Eric, I think he's where are you? Us. No, actually, he's still he's still off. He's still on holiday. So hope we're uh, hope he's enjoying some some rest. All right. Well, before we jump into the episode, Clayton, you've got something special coming up. Do you want to let everybody know? Yeah. So uh, we're currently in reading the book of James in the Bible study schedule, but uh, in a, a week here, we are going to be starting the book of First Samuel, First and Second Samuel. And uh, as we often do when we start a new Old Testament book, we kick it off with a Bible savvy workshop where I teach kind of a big overview of the entire book. Uh, We talk about kind of where it fits in the Bible, how to read the different genres that are in there, some of the cultural context that goes into it. Um, And it's a ton of fun. It's a couple hours long. This is going to be on January 13th. That's a Thursday evening. It's going to be in person at the St. Charles campus here, but it's also going to be available online. So uh, if you want to register for that, you can go to biblesavvy.com and uh it we have a ton of fun i i have a blast it's one of my favorite things that we do uh so you won't want to miss it it will really help uh, as we jump into the old testament book of samuel awesome so why don't you tell us what we're talking about today all right we are going to be looking at the second half of the book of james and uh just like we did last time it, rather than doing a full-fledged comma for the whole thing uh nikki and i were just going to share a verse or two from the second half of James that stuck out to us and share some thoughts about that. Uh, Hopefully you are getting a lot of good things out of this. It's such a practical book. It's such a a challenging book, uh, inspiring book in a lot of ways. So um, we're really enjoying it. So Nikki, what from James did you see this this week? Yeah, so I looked at um, chapter five, verse 13. Um, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Um, To me, that passage is all about community and solidarity with people, with friends, family, strangers. Um, It's it's having this others-centered attitude of saying, if I see someone in my life and they're in trouble, how can I come alongside them and help them and pray for them? If anyone's happy, how how can I rejoice alongside of them? I think it's a difficult concept sometimes for us because like, if somebody's sad, right, and you see somebody sad, a lot of, some people might be like, I mean, I don't want to go, I don't want to <laughs> enter into that. Like, I'm, I'm in a happy mood right now. I don't really want to get brought down, right? But that person could really really need us, you know what I mean, in that type of, in that moment. So it's just this this reminder of looking around me and having uh, awareness of others to say, what are the people that is, is in my life right now? What are they going through and how can I come alongside of them and build them up or pray for them and support them, encourage them, rejoice with them, mourn with them, weep with them? What, what can I do to show that I'm with them? Yeah, I the part that talks about having elders pray for people yeah. in that section, um, that in particular, I I find so powerful, especially because of uh, coming to Christ Community. Um, we do it in a special way here, where on Communion weeks, the elders are like available at the services to pray. And those are some incredible things. If you've ever been back there in the Welcome Center when that's happening, it is is people coming with really desperate situations, uh, places where they feel like I, I've got nothing but God in this situation. 
and to have people pray for them. Um, and our elders will come and they'll, it talks about anointing with oil. Mm-hmm. They'll come and they'll pray over people and anoint them with oil. Um, and God does really powerful things. He answers those prayers. And we've seen miraculous things happen and we've seen really restorative things happen in people's lives. And, and, and at minimum, it gives people hope and a sense that they're not alone. So those are, those are really inspiring verses there. Um, the section I picked is not quite as heartwarming. Um, <laughs> I, I picked it because it is so startling. Um, it's right at the beginning of chapter five. It, it, it is, it goes, now listen, you rich people, weep and wail because of the misery that is coming on you. And then it goes on to be like, your wealth is rotted. The moths have eaten your clothes. The gold and silver is corroded. And it talks about like people who have a lot of money. And it comes from uh, exploiting people who work for them to produce what they have, um, and they benefit from other people's uh, suffering. And so I, I look at that, and part of like part of the reason I picked it is because it is so challenging. Um, but I also notice in it that it reflects like teaching of Jesus. Like if you read the parables of Jesus about money, he'll say things like, "Well, like don't store up treasures on earth; store up treasures in heaven, where moths and rust." you know, do not destroy. And James clearly is talking about moths and rust, like the corrosion in the moths. And so um, it's it's the kind of thing that most of us are not bold enough to even think, you know what I mean? Like, um, look, look at that exploitation, look at that injustice. And we certainly don't think about ourselves. And I... I try to make a really deliberate effort. This is uncomfortable. I don't always know what to do with this, but I, I want to recognize that like on a global scale and even on a national scale, like if, if you're in, you know, the area around, uh, you know, Christ community church, most of us, and I know me for sure, like we're in the like top tier of global wealth for all of history. You know what I mean? And so to, when, when I come across verses that are giving warnings to people who have a lot of material wealth, I, I always want to not be like, well, that's for somebody much richer than me. I want to say, well, that might actually be something I need to take seriously because Jesus, James, all of the apostles, like you can go in, in almost any book of the New Testament and there's some warning to say, it is really dangerous if you let your stuff, your wealth um, get the better of you. Not only is it going to not last, it also might lead to um, the exploitation of other people. You might not even see it, you know what I mean? Because you're consuming products that, you know, people are making in sweatshops or what, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, and it really can threaten your spiritual life and your relationship with God. And so um, there's nothing about this in particular right now where I'm like, oh man, this is totally pointing a finger at me. But I, I always slow down at those just to be like, I this makes me uncomfortable. So I'm going to let it make me uncomfortable for a little while because otherwise I would completely ignore this. So you almost need the strong language. So um, I don't always know what to do with that, um, but I, I don't want to skim over it. That's that's kind of my point here. Yeah, no, it's a good thing to pay attention sometimes to those, well, all the time to those verses that have those that strong language are there for a reason, for sure. Well, that's that's it for, uh, for this episode, friends. We hope that you'll join us next Monday for another one. We'll be looking at another passage from the Bible Savvy reading schedule. In the meantime, if you're not following along with the reading plan, you can check out BibleSavvy.com to download it and to start reading along. Also, you can subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Email us your questions or suggestions at podcast at BibleSavvy.com. And if you're on Twitter, you can look us up there for additional Bible Savvy insights. Lastly, tell your friends, and we'll talk to you next week.